Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Thank you for joining me as we count down the most insane things that happened this week. Bar none, the most insane thing that happened this week had to be the Johns Hopkins study showing that lockdowns were useless for stopping COVID deaths. That they prevented just 0.2, not 2, 0.2% of COVID deaths. That was well within the margin of error. Statistically, that's zero. While causing, as Johns Hopkins noted, economic devastation. They should never be used again, the report concluded. This is a jaw-dropping study. Nothing in the news this week even comes close. Because you got to understand what this is, folks. This is not a study, whereas another study might contradict it. This is a meta-analysis, the largest ever done. A meta-analysis is a study of studies. They looked at thousands of studies on social distancing-based lockdowns and found them to be absolutely useless. Do you know what this means? Remember, well, you know, two weeks to stop the spread. Hey, if your business goes out of business, uh, well, you know, it's for the science. And I I remember the pressure at that time. I mean, if you even criticize the idea of, I I sat in the seat uh, and and did a radio show. I mean, if you even criticize the idea of shutting down, you wanted to kill people. You are cold and heartless. But here's the thing. Do you know what this means? This is a meta-analysis by Johns Hopkins University, one of the most respected in the world for medical science, right? What this means is when they were telling us two weeks to stop the spread, it's the science, got to follow it. They never had any science. They never had any proof. And I pointed that out at the time, that they didn't have a specific named study they were basing any of this on. But it didn't matter. They just silenced their critics and went on destroying the economy. Well, this proves it definitively. That science never existed. Not through two weeks to stop the spread or three months to stop the spread or two years to stop the spread. It was all always a lie. The idea that by wrecking our economy through shutdowns, we could keep the number of people in the hospital down. The sheer scale on which this lie was told is unprecedented in my lifetime. In every city across the country, hospital officials and spokespeople came out to echo the lie. It was the science. It couldn't be questioned. Now for the real stunner. This study is being blacked out 
by the so-called mainstream media. The extent of it is shocking. This is why if you mention this to your liberal friends or trolls, liberal trolls on social media, they're probably like, huh? They have no idea. You know why? Because as the UK Daily Mail pointed out this week, the New York Times, the Washington Post, ABC, NBC, and CBS all failed to run the story. Yeah, that's the headline in this stunning piece by the UK Daily Mail. So why did so many mainstream media outlets ignore a reputable university study that lockdowns didn't work? Again, New York Times, Washington Post, ABC, NBC, and CBS all failed to run the story. The UK Daily Mail writes because, quote, they have their own narrative written, unquote. You know what's even funnier? Some CBS and NBC affiliates actually reported it. Affiliates are those local news stations. Yeah, they're all affiliated with one of the big national uh, ones, you know, CBS, NBC, whatever. So you know what it means? These networks know. They didn't miss it. They're not confused. They're just blacking it out. Now, let's put this for a moment with last week's Insane Things podcast. The big shocker we learned last week that the CDC has known for months, known well into last year, that natural immunity was superior to the immunity that's produced by the shot. In fact, far superior. They had done their own studies. And then, remember the Wall Street Journal reported, they hid them, buried them. While Anthony Fauci went out and roasted Dr. and Senator Rand Paul for suggesting that natural immunity was superior. That was treated like a kooky conspiracy theory by Rochelle Walensky, too, while her own agency knew damn well it wasn't true. While the Biden administration, the CDC, goaded on private companies to force their employees to get vaccinated or not, or you got natural immunity too bad, just ignore it. All the time going on TV saying they just did We'd all have to get the shot because they just didn't know if natural immunity would work when they knew damn well it would. If you want to read that article, and I'm just stacking up how every bit of this was based on lies. Anyway, my source on the CDC hiding the natural immunity data is in a Wall Street Journal article called The High, High Cost of Disparaging Natural Immunity to COVID. It was written by Dr. Marty Markeri. So now we know that the people who told us we had to follow the science was, were lying because there was never any science, not on lockdowns, and there was science showing the opposite on natural immunity. So what science were these people following? What math? What ultimate goal? There's only one thing that adds up. These weren't mistakes made in the fog of war. Not at all. Nope. These were mistakes made with one mathematical goal in mind to keep the stock market from hitting 30,000 because Trump's economy was rocking in January of 2020. And if you look at the, not mistakes, these aren't mistakes, these are lies. If you look at the lies told here, they were all geared toward one mathematical outcome, the destruction of Trump's most powerful weapon, the economy, and the destruction of anybody who would criticize their studyless pseudo-voodoo science. Besides the Russia collusion lie, it is the biggest fraud ever perpetrated on the American people and the world in my lifetime. But again, not even worth a word. 
from the New York Times, the Washington Post, ABC, NBC, and CBS as the narrative and the lies fall apart and crumble. Folks, I can remember what it was like when Anthony Fauci, do you remember this? He would go on TV and he would just say, uh, he would list an industry that had to be destroyed. Like, nah, bars, they should shut down. He'd even get specific, saying sports bars would shut down. No one would ask him. And I'd always point this out at the time. Hey, well, you know, where's your data on that? What's, where's the study? Who authored it? Who published it? He was never asked. He would just declare a dead, levy a death sentence on an industry and off it would go. Nobody should go to church, he said. Too dangerous. On and on. Shouldn't be any sports events. Canceled. Kids who should have played their senior year, some of whom their college chances were affected. Yeah, they just say sports had to go. No studies necessary. It had to go. Now we find out there were no studies because there were no studies. It's why he never brought them to the front. And they let him do this. And as soon as he named an industry, mayors and governors in blue states and some red states would scramble to decimate whatever industry he pointed his evil little finger at. All while we continued as a country to shop in the very businesses Fauci didn't attack and demand the shutdown of. They all had one thing in common from Walmart to Amazon's warehouses where lots of people continue to work. And what was that? They were heavy donors to the Democrat Party, just like Fauci's wife. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. But it wasn't the first, second, or even third time the elites lied. Their elitist media, too, lied and obfuscated. Nope, this is the third major time. Because I'll never forget the first as long as I live. The very week that Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC, and Anthony Fauci both went on television to assure us that the shot was 95% effective. When the whole time inside the CDC, they had studies showing it was less than 50% effective. For a medical device... That means it's useless. They knew it. And the only reason we ever found it out is because that data leaked out of the CDC. And for some reason, the Washington Post published it. Remember the two of them were left scrambling? Had to go back on TV and clean up the mess. Had to admit, okay, the shot wasn't really that effective. They had been lying literally days before about it. So they've lied about natural immunity and hidden that data inside the CDC. We learned that because they published it. And when they did, it went back months and months and months deep into 2021. They lied about the need for lockdowns. There was never any science on it. They lied about the shot's effectiveness. What else are we going to find out? There's only one more big thing, folks. They lied about the safety of the shot, which is the next most insane thing this week, as Pfizer goes to court demanding the right to censor It's trial data. We've never seen it. 
First, they wanted to withhold it from the public for 50 years. When they lost that battle in court, they're now in court battling this week for the ability to sit alongside the government and redact whole parts of their safety data. This, while the same government that lied to us grotesquely on all these other points, insists that shot is safe. I'll do a podcast on that when they admit it in the future. It's almost certain. I just don't have a date for that podcast yet, but I'll end up doing it. Which moves us along to the next most insane thing this week. Insane thing number four. I hit it in an earlier podcast. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But learning that the federal government, specifically the ATF, has a gun database, a gun registry with nearly a billion records in it. Um, Wow. Dating back 20 years, it is absolutely, indisputably illegal for them to possess that. Federal law is very explicit on it. And you know what? It doesn't seem to matter. Our federal agencies have gotten so lawless that there was barely a peep, by the way, out of anybody over it. Republican leadership had nothing to say about it. Jim Jordan got pretty upset and did a pretty heated interview. So did uh, Representative Michael Cloud. But other than that, not much. Folks, there's very little standing in the left's way. Uh, Not laws uh, and certainly not Republican leadership. So for now, the ATF will go on collecting, and yes, they are digitizing those records, building that gun database with, it appears, no one to stop them. They've done 52 million records, the Biden administration did, in the last year alone. On to our fifth most insane thing, the polls. Folks, there are societal sea changes and shifts going on right now that will profoundly changed the future we just don't know to what extent but there are things we absolutely have not seen before two polls this week one by rasmussen the most accurate presidential pollster of 2020 and they asked the question would you like to impeach joe biden a shocking 50 yes you heard that number right 50 percent of likely black voters said they would like to impeach Joe Biden. An interesting answer, considering there's no way in Hades the Democrats are going to do that. What this means is half of black voters support the Republicans impeaching Joe Biden to get him out of office. That's an astonishing number when you consider that black people historically typically vote 85 to 93 percent Democrat. And if you get only 85 percent of the black vote as a Democrat, that is thought to be terrible. You've done horribly. Black voters are an absolutely key part of the Democrat electorate. If that percentage was ever to dip dip down to, say, I don't know, 59 percent of black voters voting for the Democrat candidate, it would be an absolute rear end whooping, a demolishment, a landslide for the Republican and Those black voters don't actually have to vote Republican. They have to just not vote for the Democrat, which is why this next number also out this week is so shocking. Democrat. Well, Biden, let me tell you what. Biden is disgusting black voters. Now, whether this will uh, hold uh, into the future and cause a sea change or it'll go back to the way it was. I don't know. With with drops this big, I, I just don't know. But the second one of these was stunning. It was out of Georgia. It found that black voters approval of Joe Biden has taken a 28 point plunge 
in Georgia, down to just 59.1%. If you're not really big into politics, that doesn't mean anything to you. Sounds like it's still a majority. But again, the Democrats got to get at least 85% of that black vote. Really, they got to get 87% um, to clinch a win nationwide. And in most states, 59%? Shoot. If the rest of black voters just stayed home and didn't vote for the Republican, we're talking landslide territory again for the Republican. Again, will this stick? I don't know. But they're the worst numbers ever recorded in our lifetimes with key constituencies of the Democrat Party. You want to see some other jaw droppers? Go look at the Civics Online Tracker Poll, C-I-V-I-Q-S, and you'll see it happening with another key demo. Normally, with a Democrat, the worst group they poll with is those over 65, those 50 plus, right? Not so with Joe Biden. His approval rating is actually the worst with young people under 35, a key demographic of the Democrat Party. They must have them like they have to have air to breathe. And yet Joe is doing the worst with those groups. How will that translate going forward? If you switch out the candidates, will things go back to normal? Well, it means people are asking some very serious questions in very large numbers. It's hard to tell the amount of damage that the Democrats have sustained here, but they've sustained some. And at those numbers, it'll be generational. On to the fifth most shocking thing this week, the fact that we are even having the Olympics in Beijing, the fact that we haven't boycotted it. Given the 800,000 supposed COVID dead in this country and China's absolute unwillingness to cooperate with us at all, they still have not given us the genetic code for COVID. That's stunning. We know they killed those people by stopping internal travel once they discovered COVID, but not stopping external travel, guaranteeing the virus spread. And yet... Despite their absolute refusal to cooperate with us as we tried to stop the spread of COVID in China, we're somehow having the Olympics there. Even more shocking, we saw a thing we haven't seen since the time of Adolf Hitler, and it was on CNN. Satellite photos of Uyghurs and Buddhists being rounded up, having their heads shaven, just like the Jews were, loaded into cattle cars, i.e. onto trains, just like the Jews were, and shipped to concentration camps, just like the Jews were. That was only just last fall. Yet we're having the Olympics there. And Nancy Pelosi, that this is just shocking. I've got to play this for you. Telling our Olympic athletes not to dare say a thing negative about China. You're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry about what the Chinese government might do. But if you think about this, this is actually the Democrats' party's philosophy here in the United States, too. I worry, she says, about what the Chinese government might do. Well, school parents who speak out against liberal school board members, might be advised to do the same thing, given that the Democrat Party has orchestrated a campaign of terror against them, dubbing them terrorists, 
faking a letter from the National School Board Association about their concern and then turning the FBI loose on them with the Patriot Act. In fact, this is exactly the policy the Democrats are trying right now to levy on Joe Rogan. We're not talking about him disappearing or anything, but that's where we're headed. At least not yet, but this is the very same operational policy the Democrats are using. We will unleash the full terror of the intelligence state against you and try to destroy you and pub- and harass the company that you work for if you say anything negative about us. So hearing this come out of Nancy Pelosi's mouth as shocking as it is, you got to be reminded this is pretty close to their policy here for anyone to, who tells the truth about what it is they're actually doing. Finally, while we're on censorship, the next most insane thing this week, and it's very exciting. As reported by the UK Daily Mail, Facebook loses users for the first time ever. That's why this is so significant. Shares plummet 20%, wiping $200 billion off value apparent firm Meta after it revealed 500,000 fewer daily logins and declining profits. Zuckerberg's personal wealth takes a $29 billion hit. The total loss in users was a million. So this is the first time ever that this has happened. And it's a big deal when you give thought to how limiting Facebook's philosophy is. They've admitted they are not growing in the under 35 demo. So the very demo that they need over 35s tends to be moderate to conservative. Yet they are openly at war with this demographic. I guarantee you that's where the cancellations came from. If that traffic was ever to find its way to a truly free social media site that both sides of the debate left and right were eager to join and that site didn't censor but instead hosted a freewheeling debate, it would change the world and it would save our country. That's all we need to save our country is a freewheeling debate with no cancellation. Everybody invited. May the best argument win. It would be wildly popular, wildly successful, and incredibly profitable. It's the left's biggest fear. And it would have prevented us from destroying our economy with lockdowns. See, that is ultimately the source of every problem we have right now. Cancellation. It is directly responsible for the outrageous and ever-increasing prices that you see at the grocery store and everywhere else where you're struggling trying to figure out how to make ends meet. If we had merely allowed a debate on social distancing and lockdowns, a real true debate, they would have never happened. We would have been able to see immediately there was never any science behind them. There were never any studies. But that debate was squelched. The people who tried to have it were canceled, even if they were the world's most preeminent virologists. Had we never had the lockdowns, we would have never had the inflation we have now because we never would have done all the printing and borrowing we did. It all comes back to cancellation. Literally, folks, cancellation may itself destroy Western civilization and the United States of America, may take down the economy and the dollar. That's how serious this is. If a freewheeling debate with no cancellation was finally allowed in this country, it would bring the mainstream media to its knees. It would force media companies into accuracy for financial survival. 
It would allow a track record to be amassed and known. Lying to the public as they do now would become impossible. I mean, you could try it, but your stock, your company's value would ultimately go down in flames. It would no longer be a viable business model. These changes and realignments would happen quickly. And what would rule the day? The normals. Normal reporting that is factual. Both sides, there'd finally be a market for it. In short, it would solve all of our problems and save the world. So I couldn't be happier to watch Facebook crash and burn. I hope it happens. There's obviously a screaming demand, a massive niche, and a ton of money to be made with a true open social media forum. If only someone were allowed to do it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it this week. To subscribe, download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y and subscribe. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 